Wrestling fans, are you ready? is growing with every episode I release and I seriously can't thank you enough for that. Please, if you're enjoying what we're doing here, hit that subscribe button on whatever platform it is you're listening on. Leave a review if that's an option. Uh, And hey, get my social media posts to share every once in a while too. That helps me to reach some new eyes. Uh, But more importantly, it can help the talent here in NorCal reach some new eyes because that's really what it's all about. Uh, This episode is once again brought to you by the team over at Brain Buster Tees. If you don't know, they're a site for independent wrestlers, uh, including many NorCal stars, to sell their t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, and other gear. I swear every time I check the page out, another wrestler is open to shop up. Uh, They make it as easy as possible for the talent. You basically just upload your art, and Brain Buster Tees takes it from there. If you're looking for some new shirts from your local favorites, definitely check them out. And wrestlers, if you want to get your merch out to the fans easily, this is the way to go. BrainBusterTees.com. NorCal Wrestling has the merch up on there that I'd, of course, love to see you fans buy. Uh, Our guest today has a store up there as well. He's a good friend of the program, a guy who I've been able to follow basically since his career began. Uh, He's a former Phoenix Pro Wrestling Tag Team Champion, former East Bay Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Champion, former Intergalactic Tag Team Champion at Hood Slam, uh, the current holder of the coveted Best Athlete in the East Bay Golden Fanny Packs, the world's tallest cruiserweight himself. Hit the music and let's jump into the interview. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, my real niggas in this motherfucker, man. You feel me? To the real nigga walk through for me. Hey! I be feeling like the man when I walk through. Hang something what you saying when I walk through. I got all these hoes staring when I walk through. I don't make a few bands on the walk through. Watch me, watch me. Hey, why me walk through? Watch me, watch me. Hey, why me walk through? D-Rogue, how we doing tonight, my man? Oh, man, I'm good, man, good. Enjoying my new Xbox, man. I saw that. I saw you post about that online. Yeah, the, the PS5 showed up yesterday, no, two days ago for me. I haven't, uh, I haven't set it up yet. It's actually a present for my kids, so I don't get to actually even see it until, uh, until Christmas. Uh, how, you, got, you got much time in on the Xbox yet? Oh, yeah, man. I've uh, put in a couple of uh, gaming hours already. <laughs> what have we what have we spent the most time on? Oh, uh, 2K. There you go. Always. It's 2K, then it's Madden, then it's Call of Duty. My son is very much uh, looking forward to playing some Call of Duty. It's a uh, you know, typical teenage boy. That's what he wants to do is get up on there and shoot some people. Man, it's, 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 it's an experience, I'll tell you that, because the new gen is like, like the graphics and stuff are crazy. Yeah, I've only I've only seen clips. It 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 looks like a significant jump. You know, what I mean, I'm not a huge gamer. Um, I do I do enjoy 2K. I do enjoy Madden. Anything above that, and uh, I just don't have the time to devote to it, unfortunately, anymore. But uh, the the clips I've seen from 2K look ridiculous. So I'm uh, I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, gotta gotta start the interview here though. How how it basically started. Uh, every interview that I've done so far, you know, we're stuck up in this pandemic. Uh, how you holding up with everything? Oh man, I've uh, I've adjusted, you know, like everybody else had to. Uh, you know, I, I'm a homebody anyway, so I was like, oh, we got to stay home, sweet type thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, the only thing is, man, like I miss that being in front of the crowd, man, and, and doing shows and stuff. So, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you were, you were a busy man, you know, every, every Friday you had, or 
darn near every Friday you had a show going uh, with Hood Slam. So uh, I got to imagine having that routine thrown off is uh, is a little jarring. Uh, man, don't remind me. Yeah, it, it's it, it's messed up a little bit, man, because I, I, like every Friday I was at Hood Slam. It, yeah, every Friday. So I was always busy Friday, Saturday, and most of the time Sundays. So it sucks, man. Yeah, you got the. We gotta. We gotta take care of business here, though. I mean, they say it's getting worse right now. Hopefully, with this vaccine coming out, we can get through the winter and get into some warm weather, and maybe uh, maybe start having some shows this summer. I don't. I don't know. It's it's hard to say when we can really get back to uh, to a little sense of normalcy. Um, now, in addition to the pandemic, you know, all of us up here in North NorCal and uh, specifically the North Bay. Uh, have dealt with these wildfires for the what seems like fourth fifth year in a row now uh you actually got evacuated at one point this summer uh how how hard was that like especially with the pandemic going on not being able to to kind of get out and and go anywhere um that that was uh that was scary actually because uh it got the fire where the fire started was actually like really close to my house so I think the fire may have got like, like within like two miles from my house. Damn. And uh, like we got woke up in the middle of the night from people like screeching down the road, trying to get off, get out of here. And it was, it was crazy, man. Like, yeah, I was evacuated for two weeks before I was able to even come back home. So. Yeah, man. And then when I got up here, like my my daughter's preschool burnt down, and oh shit. Yeah, it it got it actually got like pretty close. If it's like behind an elementary that's over here, like by my house, so it got really really close. Yeah, I uh, I I where I live, we've been safe from from all of it. Um, you know, we smell the, the, the fire, of course. Um, but I know a lot of people who lost their house in Santa Rosa in that fire that was uh, in kind of the first big one four or five years ago or whatever. And it's, I just, I don't even know how, how you begin to restart after losing literally everything. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear you guys got spared. Uh, no, no damage at all. Do you guys get any smoke damage, anything like that in the house or? Nah, nothing, nothing significant. Nothing that, that was, uh, nothing that, uh, that's life changing. So I, I'll take that all day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good to hear that. Um, now you were, you know, pandemic started back in March, um, you know, I, I actually was, I was supposed to go to an APW show. No, it wasn't APW. It was a West Coast Pro show uh, that ended up getting canceled. And then the following week, there was a, a Phoenix Pro show. Um, so I was like mid-March. No wrestling since then. You finally was able to have some uh, some matches recently, though. Went out to Vegas and had matches with both uh, Versus Pro and Future Stars of Wrestling, correct? Yeah, man, that was, that was great. <laughs> I was like, how's that, how's that feel to get back out there in front of, there was small crowds, correct? Or, or was it, was it empty? Uh, it was a small crowd, but it, it just felt, it was, I missed it. It was, I was nervous. I almost, I almost pissed myself coming through the curtain. Um, <laughs> it was, it's, it's like the most addicting thing, like that adrenaline rush you get right before you walk out of that curtain. I miss that so much, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I can only, I can only imagine. I know, you know, I, it, I never wrestled. Right. But I was an athlete through, through college. And I just remember anytime there was any kind of crowd watching us, it's, it just amped you up even more. So I mean, with wrestling, you know, I never had anywhere near the the seven, eight hundred thousand fans uh, that y'all get at Hood Slam. Uh, but you know, we were lucky to get a couple hundred, and I was fired up. So I, I I can only imagine how much more intense it feels when you got that many more people watching you. Yeah, man, it yeah, it's 
if anybody's ever played a sport or anything like that, you know that feeling I'm talking about. It's like, ah, you, damn it, I miss it so much. And I was, I was glad I was able to like feel that again, man. And I actually had really good matches out there. So thank God I didn't go out there and crap the bed. Right, right. Got to make sure you get invited back. Absolutely, man. I, I would hate to go somewhere to be like, oh, yeah, thanks for coming. And I never hear back from them again. <laughs> no, nah, I can't. I mean, I've, I've been watching your career almost from the beginning, I want to say. Uh, you know, I, I, I seen you at PPW. Um, really, I don't know if it was the very beginning of your career, but pretty, pretty, pretty early on in your career. And obviously you've improved as a wrestler from that point, but you always stood out, right? You were always somebody who the, the eye was drawn to, you know what I mean? I don't know if it's the, the athletic background and stuff seemed to kind of come naturally that way, or you're just one of those people that kind of has that presence about him. So I can't, I can't imagine you stepping foot in, uh, in doing too poorly out there where, where you don't at least get some eyes on you. So I'm, I'm sure you were all good. Yeah, I mean, thank you for that compliment, man. Like, you have you have been around since the beginning. Jesus. Yep, yep. I mean, Phoenix Pro Wrestling is is. I, I live in Petaluma, so that's that's one hundred percent my local promotion. Uh, you know, and I've been to ninety percent of those shows. Um, let, let's let's talk about PPW a bit here, because I, I I got a really bad memory. I don't know if you ever had uh, singles matches for them uh, at the beginning there, um, but you spent most of your time there in that in that tag team with Kita. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that K and D baby. All all that Kita Murray and all black D Rogue, um, <laughs> which I gotta say that got me every time that was announced. Just uh, between that and and just just hearing some cameo come over. Uh, the PA got me every single time. Um, but how did that, how did that tag team with, with Keita Murray come to be? Cause I don't, as far as I know, you, you didn't really tag with him in any other promotion. Uh, it came about, we were actually thrown together at SPW. Okay. Uh, Cause uh, Akita had just come, Keita had just moved to uh, NorCal and I, I wasn't really doing anything at SPW. So Sir Samurai was like, hey, let's think about putting you two together. What do you think? I was like, I don't care. Am I going to be on a card? He was like, yeah, all right, then. I'm a tag team. <laughs> so uh, it, it started off like really weird because at the time I was like kind of a bad guy and he was a super duper baby face. So... Over time, we just started clicking, and then it just kind of took off after that. Like then, the whole P, uh, PPW came about, and the, our very first match there, like we had a really good showing. It was against um, what's his name? Uh, Ethan. Oh, uh, uh, Berkeley Brawler. Yeah, Ethan and, White. Uh, yeah, Ethan White and. What's was this? it Johnny Dynamo? Johnny Dynamo. That's what it was. And that was yeah. our first tag team match at uh, PPW. And, you know, we, we we did pretty good. And, you know, we kept getting better and better. And then we actually got a shot at the titles and won them. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, y'all y'all were super over as well. P- PPW is a fun show. I know it's way under the radar in terms of, of Bay Area wrestling. Um, just cause it is up here in, in Petaluma and, uh, you know, we don't get the, quite the talent that, you know, an APW or West coast pro or, or even Hoodslam brings in, but, um, it's a, it's a fun crowd for whatever reason, the crowd seems to be really into it. It's a cool venue as well. If anyone has not been to the Phoenix, uh, it's a building that's been around, you know, since like the late 1800s. Uh, has hosted a ton of 
uh, acclaimed musical acts ranging from Metallica to Green Day to to E40 to Wu-Tang like you know so many different people played in there so it's, it's it's just a cool spot but yeah it's just it's it's a pretty cool crowd uh and y'all were most definitely uh, over uh, like I said anytime that cameo started to play uh the crowd was was most definitely feeling it <laughs> who who picked the music who picked it we got to talk about that who came up okay because <laughs> i i love i love that shit i love that whole genre the whole you know 80s synth hip-hop pop what i don't even know what genre that is right but cameo can cameo can play on my speakers at any any day so dini you know all that shit <laughs> so this is what happened so we were me and Keita was joking backstage about our team name because we never had one, and he was like, "Uh, what about K and D?" I said, "Like candy?" He was like, "That's it, K and D, candy." I was like, "I like that." He was like, "I right, cool," and then like the next show. He was like, I got something for you. I was like, what? He was like, wait till we come out. And then sure enough, uh, I was like, oh, that's yep. And man, that, that's how it happened. It was it was Kita. <laughs> Kita all the way, man. Kita hyped up on that orange soda. Oh man, don't get me started on that stuff. What's what's actually in there? I know that ain't no no fuck no uh no Whoa. orange slice or what what is it? Whoa, it's definitely orange soda. <laughs> oh my god, he just he's just flat, man. That's got no bubbles in it. Hey man. I don't know what he does with it, but I'm telling you it's orange soda. I've had it. <laughs> I've had it sprayed in my general direction. Uh it's definitely got some orange uh, effervescence to it but <laughs> yeah y'all I miss I miss that team Keita you know Keita's doing good things down in LA or he was uh you know got on got himself on pay-per-view here recently for uh primetime live so hopefully he can uh come back up to the bay make some appearances uh once oh, yeah. we get back to running oh he's yeah that, enter- that's entertaining brother. dude he's always gonna come back it's my brother um Man, I, I miss him. I can't wait till we get a chance to tag again, man. Like it was so much fun. I do miss Keita though. Shout out to Keita. Yep, absolutely. Like I said, en- entertaining dude for sure. I, that was a that was a fun little tag team run. Um, let's talk a little bit about another tag team slash group of yours uh, over on the Hood Slam side of things. I think you know where I'm going here. Oh yeah. Can I get a squat? Are you are you talking about the squat? Squat 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 squat. You know it. Uh so so start at the beginning. How did how did you get started with Hood Slam in the first place? Oh man. Uh one of my I think my first match was at um my very first match was at Stoner U. Okay. Now is that who 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 hooked that up? Um my trainer hooked that up. My trainer was uh Jekyll's the Jester. Okay. That's the man that trained me and I uh, didn't I didn't realize he had any connection to uh to the Stoners. Oh uh, yeah, they're like from, you know from outside appearances you wouldn't think they would hang in the same circle. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> but you know, uh, they have a they have a good working relationship and you know, he felt like I was ready to debut and he talked to them and they were like, come on, bring him over. And uh, after that, after I had my debut match, they invited me to come to training a couple of times. Then I started coming to training a little bit. And then, you know, I got on the Stoner U show and I was just a regular on Stone, at Stoner U. And then um, Hip Hop Harry had uh, turned heel and asked me to uh to join him and i was like absolutely let's do it and you know we just started you know squatting up then the next thing you know we uh convinced kenny to turn on uh 
to turn on uh who'd he turn on? He turned on one of the Stoner Bros during a match. Okay. Then you Kane know, joined us. I'd I'd venture get I, I as as altered as I am at those shows, I get confused between Rick Scott and Scott Rick, so <laughs> you know, it doesn't help that the names are so damn similar. Uh, I I need one of them to to drop an I'm Scotty on me, but that's that's the only way I know when I'm watching. I'm not gonna lie. Do, can you tell them apart? Like if they were to walk up to you? Yeah, I can now. Okay, because I sure yeah. can. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can tell them apart now, man. And uh, oh yeah, so yeah, that kind of just you know we kind of started snowballing and we started going on a. A, a good run at Stoner U, and then we got the opportunity to get on Hood Slam. And our our very first Hood Slam match, we absolutely killed it, and it, it was history. After that, we were damn near on every show. After that, now how did uh, how did Shakira Spears come into the fold? Oh yeah, so Shakira was recovering from a uh, a knee injury, and uh, she had been missing for a, a, a nice amount of time I think for maybe like almost a year and uh you know we kind of talked to her a little bit she never gave us a straight answer and then during the match she ran in and she speared coach nugs nice and you know the squad became whole it's a. Uh, I I haven't unfortunately seen y'all as much as I would have liked to. Uh, shortly before you guys all kind of came together, I started working a job where I was working a little earlier in the morning. So I'm at work at like five thirty six in the morning, uh, meaning I'm up at you know four thirty five in the morning, depending on the day. So getting from waking up that early and then driving from Petaluma to Oakland to stand in line for an hour to then get into the venue to also stand in line or stand in the venue for an hour before the show start. And then, uh, and then watch the show till midnight and later is a little tough on my middle-aged body, but uh, I've been out a few times and I mean, y'all the reactions are, are, are quite loud. Those middle fingers go up real quick as soon as you guys make an appearance. Oh yeah, Every, everyone knows. It's uh, it's not hard. You either like us or you hate us, but you're gonna feel something when we walk through that curtain. Yeah, there's definitely no in between there. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, it, it's. I, I don't think it. Uh, I don't think it hurts that. Uh, you know, all of you guys are incredible performers as well. Uh, Kenny K is is a guy to me that is so like slept on in this area um as much as everyone knows about him i still feel like people don't really understand how good that dude is and how innovative he is in ring because he does some stuff that i've never legitimately like never seen before um yeah absolutely like i tell people all the time like kenny k is the most underrated wrestler in northern california period like he should be on everybody's radar and he just slides right under it i don't understand it no i don't i don't get it all i mean now he's a regular at, at ppw as well uh you know seen him at hood slam i've seen him a few other places um but it just doesn't seem like he gets any real recognition except from those who like are close to him uh as far as like how good he he is and i don't know what I don't know what doesn't resonate for people, but that dude just anyone listening, if you get the chance to watch one of Kenny's matches, uh, just keep your eyes on him. Cause like I said, dude, dude does some, he's like a luchador almost, but like he's got his own spin on it. But yeah, I mean, he's doing some twists and flips and just step up, you know, step up twisting DDTs. I mean, stuff that I'm like, I literally have to like watch it three times to even understand what happened. Oh man. Yeah. To be honest with you, um, Kenny has helped me personally as a wrestler so much since we became a, a, a team and since we formed a squad. Like, Kenny has helped me so much. I could say the same thing about Harry. Um, 
hip hop Harry has played such a big part in me evolving as a wrestler and as a person in that ring. Like each person has played such a big part, man. And it's, it's crazy that we're all together, but we're all so different from each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's definitely, uh, um, you know, complimentary pieces there. I would, I would agree. Uh, hip hop Harry is, is, I mean, legitimately an inspiration. Let's be real. The guy's out there wrestling on one leg for those that don't know, that's where part of where the name hip hop comes from, uh, <laughs> which is hilarious to me. And I'm, I'm glad that he has a sense of humor about it. The, 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 <laughs> The best thing, I wasn't even at the show, but I heard about it and and I fell in love with it immediately is whatever the battle royal was uh, <laughs> that, that Hip Hop Harry won because he got tossed over, but because he only has one leg, you know, with the, everyone knows the rules of a battle royal, both feet have to touch the floor. <laughs> and that's something that me and my buddies had come up with for, for Zach Gowan. We thought Zach Gowan should have won the Royal Rumble one year. Because, you know, I'm like, hey, both feet can't touch the floor. He's only got one. And to, to you know, find out what 15 years later that Hood Slam actually pulled that off with Hip Hop Harry just was absolutely amazing. But uh, <laughs> no, I just, I, like I said, I wasn't even at the show and I just started cracking up when my buddy told me about that because that's, that's gold. Like that's, that's how you write a wrestling show. You know what I mean? Like, of, of course he won. Like, of course he did. Why, why wouldn't he? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's, I mean, to the guy to wrestle on one leg and be a good professional wrestler, he's not just like you don't like him just because he has one leg. You like him because hip hop area is good. Like it's it's incredible to watch the man do some of the stuff he does. Oh yeah, man, absolutely. Like hip hop area is is he's. I don't look at him as like a guy with one leg. Like. <laughs> He's a he's a really good damn wrestler. That's how I look at him. I don't I forget he only has one leg sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 true. I mean, if you if you weren't like focusing on his lower body, there's and you know, again, he you know, the the upper body has to bob up and down a little bit, but it's like if you take away that, you wouldn't you really wouldn't notice it. Agreed. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah, he's 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 good. I I you know, like I said, Hoodslam's tough for me to get to at this point in my life and, and with the job. But when shit comes back, I will absolutely uh, be at a few of those shows. I've already I've already warned my wife that when pro, pro wrestling comes back and live shows come back, that I'm going to be going to like one every other week uh, just, to, just to get back into it. Because, you know, as a fan, I know how much I miss it as a fan. Um so I can't even imagine how much you guys miss it as performers. And I feel like it's my job as a fan to just show that appreciation to you guys as performers by, by showing up and, and getting right back out there when it's allowed. Uh, so let's, let's, let's hope that's not too far in the future. Please don't be too far in the future. You know, um, j- jumping back to, to, you know, you getting back in the ring a little bit, we talked about, uh, future stars of wrestling and, and versus pro. Uh, you also volunteered on Ring Crew for uh, for a couple of those uh, GCW shows lately. Uh, the the one out down in Southern California, and then you went out to Vegas uh, for the most recent one they had there. What uh, what was that experience like? Uh, man, GCW is always a cool experience. Man, like super cool crew. Like. Mm-hmm. Everybody there is just like so down to earth, man. Even though they're like not supposed to be, like <laughs> they're really high up on the food chain as far as like you know performers and. Well, yeah, I mean they're are arguably the biggest independent. I mean, I don't even know if it's an argument anymore, but it's like they're they're basically the biggest independent on the scene right now. Yeah, absolutely. There's no argument about that. Yeah, I mean they're they're a traveling independent that draws everywhere they go or when they're allowed to draw yeah and and they have like amazing guys and and girls on that roster it's like like you can't go wrong from top to bottom on that card and joey janela is the coolest dude 
on the earth, man. He's has no ego at all. He uh, he seems like an interesting dude. I I don't know what to make of his uh, online persona uh, sometimes, but uh, you know, you said he's a really good dude. Uh, you know, the boy Juicy uh, made the same comments. You know, seems to love him. So I'm gonna take personal uh, personal accounts of, of who he is as as gospel there because you know everyone likes to play a character online and joey got a the bad boy persona to live up to when he's uh when he's in front of a crowd anyway so yeah man like joey's a joey's a good dude man like legit he's a good dude actually when everything opens up man he's he said he's never performed in norcal oh he'd be perfect at hood slam and he wants to come up to NorCal and perform. And I'm so excited for that, man. Now, is he, is he familiar with Hood Slam? Yeah. He knows, about, he knows about the, Nor, uh, the NorCal wrestling scene. Okay. I'm like, Hood Slam's – even – I mean, APW is the biggest traditional uh, wrestling show in NorCal, I'd say, by a pretty, by a pretty fair margin. Uh, but I'd argue Hood Slam is almost bigger, just for, especially just because of that online presence. Uh, you know, Hood Slam, as everyone knows, is not exactly your traditional wrestling show. Um, it's more of a party. Uh, it's a it's a goddamn great time. Uh, but Hood Slam seems to be the one that that people kind of all over the the nation know more about. All, all pro wrestling people remember, you know, for Beyond the Mat or uh, you know maybe even uh, King of Indies back in the, in the early to mid-2000s there? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm lucky. I'm blessed enough to be a part of both of those rosters. So that's amazing. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Because, you know, there has been some uh, – there's been some heat between the two promotions at, at various times as well. Hey, I don't know about no heat. It was before <laughs> my time. If there is some there – I mean, I don't know about it. <laughs> it. It seems like it's been mostly worked out. Uh, mostly worked out. I mean, Stoners came and worked a couple matches uh, against Scum for APW. Um, a few other guys. You know, there's definitely some more crossover now. But uh, yeah, you know, it's it's nice to see people working for both, uh, working for both promotions because they offer something very different. Um, there is a small crossover, I'd say, in fan base, uh, but to an extent, they serve very different crowds, uh, so they can most definitely coexist, even even run on the same night. You know, y'all are both still going to draw. Oh. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, you talk about Joey Janela at, at GCW. When are we going to see? Uh, when are we going to see some D Rogue wrestling for GCW? Hey, hey, hey. Uh, you know, yeah, you know, things are in the things are in the works, man. You know, I don't want to jinx anything or speak too soon, or you know, but you know, some things are in the works. So, you know, it's shout it's, out to uh, Big Juicy and Alpha Zoe and Midas Creed and Cliff Hendricks and Robert Williams. Yeah, man, we got a nice little squad. <laughs> Juicy in a way has I mean I think him you know flying himself out to the collective is obviously a huge story and um, I think Juicy was most definitely the right one uh, at the right time to, to do that as well just because you know you look at him right you don't get people of that size uh you know that there that's a unique combination in the wrestling world between his size and athletic ability um so it was very easy when a spot opened up to be like well this dude here he flew himself out shit he's a giant tongan dude who looks like he's gonna kick your ass let's throw him in there you know um and it's it's you know all of us out here and and you and i've spoken on this a little bit uh, online but there's so much talent in Northern California, there, there really is. Uh, and over the last, you know, four or five years, we've started to see some of that talent get opportunities. Uh, you know, Shotzi Blackheart is stoner. U graduate uh, signed to NXT. 
Uh, Carl Fredericks is, you know, he's from Nevada, but made his name, <clears throat> made his name with all pro wrestling, uh, you know, signs to new Japan win, wins the young lions cup. Uh, you know, Jake Atlas is from SoCal, but wrestles frequently in Northern California. He's an NXT jungle boy from Northern California, you know, gets signed to AEW, uh, you know, Reno scum, Get signed to Impact. These these names you're starting to see this talent. Jeff Cobb. Don't let me don't let me forget Jeff Cobb. You know, doing Will Hobbs. Will Hobbs, the most recent. Like this talent. At one time, we had all these names on the same card out here. Like you know what I mean. Like we had all these people on the same card, and and for whatever reason, this scene just doesn't get the attention it deserves from from the internet audience, the national audience, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and even with all those, you know, people graduating and moving up to that bigger stage, we still got a lot of talent out here. That's, I didn't even mention Fatu, you know, Jacob Fatu's MLW world champ. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, it's like, this, these are all NorCal staples uh, for the last four or five years. And we still got all this talent out here. It's uh, seeing Juicy kind of break out on the independent level, I think will help the rest of you guys who are ready to get, you know, more of that attention on you. What, what, what do you think it is that has held, held this area back or what, what prevents people from, from paying attention to Northern California wrestling? Uh, to be honest with you, I think, uh, <sighs> I think what it was was uh people got so content with just being in NorCal. You know what I mean? Like they made it in NorCal and that that was it. Like they're like, hey, I'm the big I'm the big guy around here. Nobody ever wanted to get out of their comfort zones, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um and like the new crop now, we're everywhere. We're we gone. We don't care where it's at. Like Juicy was just in in Jersey, so was so was Zoe. Like fresh and fresh and Zoe was down in uh, Vegas with us. Yep, you know what I mean. Like we we don't care. We going wherever we can to wrestle and just make a name for ourselves. We we are, we're not content with just being a big fish in a small pond. We want people to look at NorCal and understand what's going on here. It's a movement, like. We're trying to break the mold. We want y'all to understand like how much talent we have here. If I start naming like all the young guys that's coming up now, I'd be here for a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we just uh, Gold Rush just filmed the the uh, the dairy version of the Young Lions Cup that's coming out here soon, and there's legit talent on that roster. You know what I mean? Or in that tournament. Uh, not to mention the guys who are just, you know, just a little bit beyond the uh, qualification for that, who are in their third, fourth, fifth years of wrestling. I mean, you're at what, year four, something like that? Uh, I'm coming up on year four next month. Yeah. So still relatively new in terms of wrestling age and already doing what you're doing. I mean, I just, I wish I could get more people, you, you know I me, mean? that's, that's, the reason I started NorCal wrestling was because I fell in love with, with what we've got out here. And I wanted to get as many eyes on it as possible. Um, I don't know whether I'm succeeding in that or not. Right. But I have a whole lot of fun with it. Um, but I, I mean, I, I love it. I love going to as many shows as I can. There's, there's people on every show that I hadn't even seen before. Most of the time that I'm like, Oh damn, this, this dude could actually could actually go somewhere listen man everything you do with the norcal wrestling thing it helps man it, it gets eyes on the product man like i said i don't think you understand like how big or how important you are to the scene but you're just as important as as all of us doing it. no nah, that's I, I appreciate that but let's not go that far i'm just a, no i'm serious because I'm without a you a lot of people wouldn't see some of the stuff that's going on at the shows. You know what I mean? Like the same thing with, with the Hucklebees. Yep. Like a lot of people wouldn't see these things if you guys weren't there to, to, to record it and put it online and let the world see it. 
Yeah, it's just like I said, man. I'm just I'm just a fan. I enjoy this. I want as many people to see what we're blessed to be able to see. Um, and, you know, I'm 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 so looking forward to to the scene coming back to life and and I think there is a lot of hunger out there. You know, I'm seeing it online. Hobbs getting signed, I think, opened up a lot of eyes because um, AEW is the big thing out here. Uh, or, you know, out here, meaning in the wrestling world, AEW is most definitely, you know, the, the new hot girl in the classroom. Um, and I think him referencing all pro wrestling in every interview that he does, you know, outside of AEW, where he's talking about where he came from and East Palo Alto and the Bay Area will get some of those eyes onto, onto people like you, onto people like Levi Shapiro, you know, the world's freshest tag team uh you know Midas Creed I mean there we we could keep naming names on and on like that's how much talent there is here it's it's crazy yeah, man yeah the will just shotting out the bay area man it's it's that's big and it's getting more eyes over here so like man, shout out to will man absolutely <laughs> and just couldn't have happened to a better dude as well um uh, I don't, I don't know him super well. We've, we've chatted briefly, but at every show he was on, this is a dude who would stand by the door and thank fans for coming out to see him. You know what I mean? Like that's the type of person that Will Hobbs is. Uh, just a genuine person. I can imagine behind the scenes, it's, it's the same way. Yeah, I, I actually have a really good relationship with Will. I talk to Will a, a lot. And like, you wouldn't know he was signed because he's still the same dude. He still talks crazy to me. He still threatens, like, you know, Will can beat me up. Yeah, because he's big. Yeah, look at him. (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, that kind of stuff. And I'm not going to be like, no, you can't, because I don't want to find out. No, me neither. (laughs) Me neither. You know, but he's still the same dude, man. Same humble, hungry, you know, just, just a good dude, man. Couldn't happen to a better person. No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I want to lighten it up a little bit here. Um, you and I have joked about this a, a lot. I got to ask about the name. It is, it's, it's not D Rouge. Is that correct? No, God, no, it's not Rouge. I, uh, at irks my soul when people put that online. Uh, it's Rogue. R-O- G-U-E. Rogue. God. <laughs> I, what, what gets me is like, it's not even autocorrect because rogue is a word. You, you know, like I, if, 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 it was, if it was like a unique spelling and it wasn't in the dictionary, I'd, I'd almost give it a pass. But, but not nah, like rogue is a word, people. Like it's not, it's not that hard. Because I can't, I mean, it's gotten to be comical how many people spell it wrong and and the worst is you'd see it on posters or, or not yeah. posters but you know on, on social media graphics for stuff yeah i know <laughs> that's that that makes me that makes me sad more than upset now i'm, I'm sure for you it's, it's it's different than it is for me because like i said i can laugh at it because it's not my name they, they're messing up right but I mean, that's gotta be, you know, I don't want to put anyone on blast here. Um, you know, promoting is, is not easy. I would imagine I've never done it. it. I'm sure it's hard to do and all, but it seems like getting your talent's name right is like one thing you really should focus on doing, you know, that just seems like a issue of respect. Yeah. I'm I've lost, I've lost bookings for correcting a promoter on how to spell my name. We we've 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 talked about that one before. We'll leave that alone as far as where that was at. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Um, yeah. Well, no, on the name though, what what is the significance of of D Rogue? Where'd you get that from? Oh, okay, so I got it from my trainer actually. Um, every time we do something in training. He's like, all right, do it just like I told you to. And I do it the exact the exact way he told me to. He was like, all right, good, do it again. 
And then the next time I do it completely different on purpose though. He was like, God damn it. Stop going rogue. (laughs) All right. And you know, I was like, just went from there. I like that. He's like, God damn it. Yeah. You can have the name, but you you better stop doing it. (laughs) So that's where the name D rogue came from. I like it. I like it. Just kind of rolled with it. Yeah, absolutely. It it stuck, and you know people know it now. So I guess it's the right decision. Well, yeah, it's unique. I mean, you know, trying to come up with a, a kayfabe name can be difficult. I would imagine. Uh, you know, I never had to do it for real, but I had. I like to come up with this stuff when I was a kid and pretend I had different names, and I, you know, I had some horrible, horrible. Uh, horrible gimmick names that I would come up with. I had one of them was uh, was Dave Matrix. I was like, I don't know where that came from, but it was you know I was using my initials of my real name. I was like, yeah, that'll be so cool. It's still DM, yeah. My buddy's like, dude, that's stupid. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, you got to do it though. Uh, you know, D Rogue is is good. Like I said, there ain't nobody else out there that uh, you get confused with on that for sure. Oh man! All right, Dave Matrix. Yeah, don't, I shouldn't have said that. That's uh... no, you should not have, because now <laughs> your name is going to be Dave Matrix from now. I was on. like, I was like 15 years old when I came up with that, so it's okay. Don't hold it against me. I would never. Thank God, I never actually like put it out there. <laughs> you, you just did. <laughs> Shit, that's right. We're recording. Uh, I'll go back and edit that out. No, that's okay, Dave. Come on, man. <laughs> Uh, life outside the ring for D rogue. Um, obviously your family, man, you know, we talked about that. Uh, you were a basketball player in college. Uh, I think you even, you play professional a little bit as well, right? Yeah. Um, how long, how many years did you, did you do that for? Uh, only two. Yeah. Only two. Just was uh, time to, to, I don't want to say give up the dream, so to speak, but, uh, time to just kind of call it quits at that point or was the body giving up on you or yeah I was I got to the point where I was waking up every morning and like I had to ice my knees just to get just to start my day my day it was like rust teeth ice knees you know that was my routine in the morning and you know I, I woke up one morning it was like you know what I don't want to do this anymore like my body hurts and that was that. I stopped playing basketball. You still hoop on the side at all? You do like yeah, men's leagues, anything like that? Or, you know, again, when, when you're able to? Every once in a while, I go play ball. And then I'm like, damn, wrestling shape and basketball shape are two different things. Yeah. I can imagine. It's, it's different types of cardio. It's different muscles being used. Absolutely. Jesus. Can you I'm, still dunk? Yes. Okay. Barely, but I can still throw it down. <laughs> there we go. That's a, that's all that matters. You got to hold on to that. God, I'm gonna hold on as long as I can. I could never. I'm I'm six feet, so I'm not, I'm not short, but I'm not crazy tall. And at my peak, I could grab the rim, um, which I was always impressed with. But then you know, there's people shorter than me that can dunk. So, whatever. <laughs> I can't. I can't grab the rim now. I could. I could grab the net and pull myself up to the rim. It still counts. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I probably only got, probably only got a few years left of that though. So getting old is tough. <laughs> Man. But uh, what what other what other interests? What what keeps you busy uh, outside the ring? You you a big sports fan? You pay attention to to that oh, or what? What do we got? Absolutely. I uh, I love sports, man. I'm super big basketball fan. Uh, so now you grew up in grew up in Florida. You uh, are you a Magic fan? Yes, I'm an Orlando Magic fan, and it's been terrible. So so don't don't even ask any questions. <laughs> all right, uh, we won't get into that. You you and you appreciate the Warriors at all? Have you kind of no no you can't can't Warriors. get onto them since you've been out here? Okay, let me take that back. I don't hate the Warriors. I hate bandwagon fans but so all right you're gonna get that with any team that's good though what i hate what i hate is when a team gets good 
and then people throw out the bandwagon fan insult to everyone that's a fan. It's like the Warriors drew a crowd when they were horrible. You know, Oracle was always a good place to go see a, a game. Yes, a lot of people jumped on the bandwagon, but that don't mean that every fan was, you know? I agree. I agree. I know the difference between a, a real fan and a bandwagon fan. Because bandwagon fans are now Laker fans. Fuck the Lakers, man. I I <laughs> I, I was a – so I grew up watching Jordan. Um, I grew up in, in a time – kids listening right now there was no you couldn't watch every Warriors game they were barely on because we well run TMC that whole thing was going on you know they had some games on but Michael Jordan was on my TV every weekend um so I was I was a Michael Jordan fan growing up I was a huge like that guy is one of my sports idols 100 I'm a I'm a North Carolina Tar Heels fan because I found out that Michael Jordan went there and wore his Tar Heels shorts underneath uh, underneath his bull shorts for every game and to this day I'm still a Tar Heels fan um, but I, I kind of fell off of basketball after Jordan retired like I followed it but I didn't really watch a ton um, and I jumped on the Warriors bandwagon when they made the Baron Davis trade and that whole the whole We Believe team came out so I will admit I jumped on a bandwagon at one point, but I've stuck with them since then. So I feel like, I feel like I've earned a tiny bit of, uh, of, of respect or, or due respect because we had a lot of rough years in between we believe and, and Steph and clay and Draymond, uh, you know, where I was convincing myself that Ekpe Udo was, uh, was going to be a good draft pick and and Derek Fisher was a good pickup and like oh man y'all had it rough for a minute oh, uh, just bad management Beedris is that his name yo I loved Andres Beedris man I, <laughs> you guys had Beedris and Khalid Elami not not Khalid Elami uh, Azubuke Azubuke Kalena yeah 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 Kalena Azubuke he was yeah. Kalena was good he I mean he was a good college player uh, he's a good commentator. He's 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 turned into a good commentator. We just uh, we just got uh, oh damn who did we just sign? I, I'm drawing a blank. The guy that was on the bench early in his career, and then he went and played with the Hawks. Why can't I think of his name? Y'all just signed this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just came back to the Warriors. He was the dude that would celebrating on the bench for every Curry three and dancing all over the place and. God. Uh, Bazemore? Yes, thank you. God, I'm like, how can I forget to do his name? Yeah, they just on Bazemore again. So I'm like, <laughs> at least it, it, with Clay out again, it, I'm hoping at least we get to have some fun. Uh, I was prepared okay. I was prepared for the Warriors to be, you know, a championship contender again, and then poor Clay. That's did, Injuries are rough, man. Did you ever have any serious injuries from, from basketball? Thank God, no. I, had, I didn't have any serious injuries. I've had like minor and lagging injuries that just wouldn't go away. Uh, but I never had any serious injuries. Never, never broke a bone, never anything crazy and tore any muscles. So thank goodness I never did that. Yeah, I dislocated my shoulder uh, when I was 15. It's probably the worst injury that I've had. And I had, I had to get surgery on that eventually. Um, but thankfully nothing else. My, my, my athletic career is done though. After I had that shoulder surgery, I had that when I was 30 and it's when you take that much time off at that age, it's real tough to get back into any kind of playing shape. Um, especially when you got kids, man, kids is, it makes it hard to like, like I said, once you, once you stop it, it's really hard to, to stop back, to step back up. So keep, uh, keep yourself fit, man. Keep keep working out. You, you staying busy with the pandemic? I see you posting. Uh, let's keep it up. I'm ready for D Rogue to come back and open more eyes. Oh yeah, man. You and me both, brother. All right, let's uh, let's get right to the end here. You know, I do every uh, every interview. I wrap up with uh, some real fun questions. Uh, so let's jump into that. Not take up too much of the listeners' time here. What uh, what's the favorite fast food burger? Fast food. I'm gonna go Wendy's. Wendy's is underrated. You got the Baconator. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Wendy's ain't bad. 
the square the square patty still it, it still throws me off, but um, it's, it tastes good. So the square patties throw you off. <laughs> I mean, just I just why like why don't you give me a square bun then too? Like just go all out with it. Uh, Want to be different? I guess, man. Uh, what's uh, what's your favorite musical artist or band? Jay Z. All right, all right. That's interesting coming from Tampa. Did you, you nobody, uh, you were down with kind of the Southern hip hop? Of course I am. But, you know, Jay-Z kind of resonated with me. I mean, Jay's universal. Exactly. Now, if we were talking about like Southern rappers, Andre 3000. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. Dude is easy top 10. Easily. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I when 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 rappers are putting him in the top ten and that's almost universal, there's no arguments. <laughs> Dude is he's a little odd, but he is seriously skilled. Uh, Outcast Outcast is is dope. I'm I'm a big fan of Outcast. I love all their shit basically. Uh, but the early the the southern playlistic Cadillac funkin' music. Is uh is one of my favorite favorite albums ever. Oh yeah. Uh, what's your favorite movie? Favorite movie? Uh, I don't want to say because I don't want people to laugh at me. Uh, is it what? <laughs> it's my, is it a kids movie? <laughs> yes, it is. So don't judge me. My favorite movie is Finding Nemo. <laughs> All right, it's solid. That's solid. I've seen it multiple times. I, I'm. Not afraid to admit. Yeah, that's my favorite movie in the world. So don't make fun of me. I will fight. <laughs> just, I just keep swimming. Hey, I'm trying, man. Uh, who is your favorite all-time wrestler? D'Lo Brown. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a soft spot in my heart for D'Lo. Absolutely. I I, I think I told you the story when I met D'Lo, right? Yeah. The. Uh, 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 yeah. At my bachelor party, yeah. yeah, yeah. D'Lo, I man, I should. I, I already embarrassed myself enough tonight. If anyone actually wants to hear it, it's an amazing story. D'Lo's a really, really good dude. Uh, just, just an awesome, awesome person. Uh, you know, met the dude and treated us like treated us like family uh, the second we were inside the club. But uh, absolutely incredible performer too. Like that's a guy that. I think if he was around today in his prime would be a top guy. Like I, oh, absolutely. Cause he had it all. I mean, he was as entertaining as it got, you know, very underrated promo and he was damn good in the ring too. Yeah. I think people underestimate how big he was doing you know, the stuff he was doing too. He, yeah. Cause he was like the legit 240. Mm-hmm. And that frog splash is still my favorite. I'm I'm sorry, Eddie. Uh, I'm sorry, Rob Van Dam. Like the the D'Lo Brown frog splash, the way he put the hands way down between the legs. Yeah, the is, lowdown. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's the best version of it. I'm sorry. Like that's it's just smooth. Agreed. No arguments from me on that one, brother. Yeah. Uh, what uh, what's the favorite wrestling match that you've seen? Favorite wrestling match I've seen. Oh, I'm gonna have to go with the. It's 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 recent though. It might be why, but the two out of three falls with uh, Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole. Okay. What uh, what but, resonated with you for that? Just I mean they've they've obviously told quite the story with each other. Um, is it that aspect of it or just the match itself or it, the storytelling, man, it was, it was like storytelling was spot on. Like it, it, it drew you in as a fan, as somebody watching, you got more and more into it because you didn't know who was going to win. Yeah. That's, that's, Missing from not missing from wrestling, but under under underused, you know that that aspect of just the emotion and and, and you know truly not knowing who's going to win a match and the false finishes is uh, yeah when when you can 
get crowds like that. It's I'm with you. I'm with you. What uh, what's your favorite match that you've ever had? Oh man, I got a couple of them. Um, my match with Funny Bone was easily one of my favorite matches I've ever the, had. The uh, the the lumberjack match. Yes, out at East Bay. Yeah, I was watching that recently. Actually, Funny Bone. Funny Bone's a very underrated performer as well. Um, Absolutely, he 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 brung out something in me that I didn't know I had. Yeah, you know. So shout out to Funny Bone, and also I had a match with Mike Reigns at Virgil's Memorial Show. Okay, and we beat the hell out of each other. Like, I'm black, but my chest was completely red. It was red and bruised for a week straight. Is that one? Uh, is that was that out in Sac? Yeah, at the uh, at the Colonial. Yeah, I'll have to. Is it you know if that's online? I have no clue, man. I I might have to find that match for you. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna have to look that up because I I'm. Mike Rain's been around the block. Let's be real. I mean, that dude's been around for a long time. Um, he definitely knows what he's doing in the ring. He's done a lot. Uh, heat magnet in, in Hood Slam for sure. Um, James C., you know. Uh, <laughs> James know. C. Oh, dude, me, me, me and Brittany talked about this the last interview. It's like, dude, does it doesn't have to say anything and the crowd's pissed off at him already. I mean, that's you can't teach that, you know. Um, yeah, if you if you if you know where that is, uh, shoot me a message. I would love to watch that for sure. I got you, brother. All right. And uh, who's the favorite opponent that you have ever had? Favorite opponent? Uh, man. Hmm. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I had so much fun with the match, though, man. Boyce Legrand. Yeah, that's another legend. Absolutely, man. I had so much fun with that Boyce Legrand match, man. Boyce is a good dude, too. A um, lot of respect for that man because he's guy's been wrestling since he's old, you know, he's been wrestling for a long time and still going out and doing crazy stuff like jumping off the top of a cage for, for a couple hundred people in, in the Phoenix. So uh, I can most definitely appreciate him. Man, shout out to boys. <laughs> what uh, what is the best moment of D Rogue's career? Um, so far, so far, because we so know far? we know there's bigger bigger moments coming. Okay, um, winning the uh, East Bay Pro Heavyweight Championship. Uh. That and winning the best athlete in the East Bay at Hood Slam. Fanny packs. Yes, which I still have right now. I'm uh, I'm looking at them right now in the, all of their glory. I was like, they are glorious. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, they are. <laughs> They're mine. That's a that's a that's a prestigious title. I mean, I know it's <laughs> it sounds weird to say that the golden fanny packs are a prestigious title, but uh, it is. I mean, that's not something that Hitslam doesn't trust anyone to rock those uh, fanny packs around the shoulders or, or all around their waist. Uh, you've, you've, you know, there's some big names that have held that along with you. Yeah, man. I, yeah. My, my mentor held them and, you know, I'm just trying to make them proud. There you go. My man, where can everyone follow you? What's the, what's oh, the socials? Man. All my social medias are the same. D underscore Rogue One. Oh, everything. Instagram, <laughs> Instagram Twitter. Twitter. Uh, I don't really use Facebook like that, honestly. Nah. But yeah, Instagram, Twitter. All right, all right. And uh, D Rogue Merch, where we got you at? Uh, Brain Buster Tees. Got some new stuff about to drop this week, too. So y'all... Go cop that. Right on. We're looking forward to that. 
appreciate the time, my man. We went a little longer than I anticipated, but I, I kind of, I should have known. Uh, I should have known that, you know, you and I talking, <laughs> that's what's going to happen. So uh, thank you very much for the time. Looking forward to seeing you in the ring again real soon. And uh, you take care of yourself. It's all good, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Take care, D. All right, brother. Later. Man, that was a fun interview. A little long, so thank you to those who listened all the way through. D Rogue's an awesome dude. Uh, as I mentioned in the intro, friend of the program for sure. Probably could have talked for another hour. Uh, definitely going to have to have him back on in the future. Uh, if you're not following him, go ahead and do that. As he said, D underscore Rogue One on all the socials. Give me NorCal Wrestling a follow as well. Uh, and hey, give a follow to the show sponsor, Brain Buster Tees. Check their site out. Buy some D Rogue merch. Buy some NorCal Wrestling merch. Buy anyone's merch. There's a ton of dope designs on there. Uh, that's all I got for this week. Hope you all enjoyed it. Keep your eyes out for the next episode announcement. We'll be back in two weeks. Uh, until then, Merry Christmas, y'all. Peace.